Hello everyone and welcome back to Nerd Talk. Today we're going to be talking about episodes 4 and 5 of The Last of Us. Mostly 5 because that's the newest episode, but we, we missed talking about 4. We didn't put an episode out and because of the Super Bowl they put out episode 5 of The Last of Us on Friday. Uh, so before we get into that, there's a couple things to talk about. Uh, Toy Story 5 was announced, which... Why? Why? <laughs> <laughs> I love the Toy Story franchise. Toy Story 2 is maybe my favorite animated movie of all time. It's between that or like the first Kung Fu Panda. Top Definitely. five for sure. Top five for sure. 100%. Uh, I, amazing. And I love the franchise as a whole. And Toy Story 4 I thought shouldn't have been made, but surprisingly was actually good. But still, it didn't It didn't need to happen. Like 3 is where it should have stopped. Like 4 is a good movie. I'll admit like 4, I like 4. 4 is a good movie, but there's no reason for yeah. it. It's not, it's not good enough. To justify it needing to be made. It didn't need to be made. Yeah. That's my thing. You don't watch four and you're like, I'm really happy they made another Toy Story movie. You're like, it was good, but we didn't need it. And I also, it's not not like Han Solo level bad or solo level bad, I should say, but it's, it's a good movie, but it's like, we didn't need this at all. No. Yeah. Toy Story four is a good movie. You watch it. You'll have a good time. But the thing is like, it it wasn't needed. And also now, Buzz and Woody went their separate ways, but they're gonna bring them back together for Toy Story Five, yeah, and it's they, like they, what? They had the resolution. Buzz yeah, had his resolution, but he wanted Woody had his resolution. Why that, are we bringing them back? You can't keep having them have these problems. Like you gave them resolution. I mean, even, Toy Story Three, they got resolution, and then in Toy Story Four, you're like, well, to- Woody actually doesn't have resolution. Yeah, he went he went off with Bo Peep, and so it's like. <laughs> Now we're having Toy Story 5, and it's like, why? Why? I love Toy Story, but we don't need more. It does not need to happen. It's, it really, I don't know. To me, it screams to Disney is, uh, we still saw those, those uh, the numbers, you know, the yeah. earnings for, for Disney Plus, and Disney is just really trying to make money. They're like, what makes money? Well, we know the Frozen franchise is big. We'll do another Frozen. We know people love Toy Story, because I think even Toy Story 4 made a ton of money. So they're just like, we're just going to keep... We're gonna keep doing this. We're gonna go back to the series, and we'll we will find you a story to have people. Yeah, care Toy Story about. Four made a billion dollars. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> they're like, we will find you a story. Yeah, makes sense. The, the of course people go see Toy Story Five. <sighs> Man, whatever. That's what's happening. Uh, get, oh yeah, you you weren't here when we talked about the James Gunn stuff, so. Give your opinion on Lanterns. What do you think about that? I think saying it's going to be a true techno style show is really dumb. Why is I, that? I, because I don't see – there's no way you're going to do that. Uh, I just don't see any way in the world they'll be able to do that. I'm excited for it. I'm happy they're going to do that. It's on – there's, so yeah. there's so much – there's so much CGI for Green Lantern. Like you can't do it any other way. But I don't know how much they're going to put into a TV show budget for that because it's not going to get like uh, – there's no way they give this like a you know House of Dragon level budget or Game yeah. of Thrones the last couple of years. So I don't know how they're gonna do that because the Green Lantern literally just requires so much CGI. Yep. Like you can't not do CGI, and that was that's a problem with it. So I think it needs to be in a movie. So I'm not not real. I'm happy they're doing it. I'm super excited to see uh, Hal Jordan again. John Stewart, like John Stewart's a good character, but people just love him because he was in the animated show, the Justice League show. He is not that deep of a character. Like he's really kind of a boring character. That they, they just shoehorn in everything now because he was in the animated series. How I think every other Green Lantern besides Kyle is a much better character than Jon Stewart. Um, 
I'm excited to see it. I'll see how it goes. It will be cool to see the detective story, especially like like jump worlds. You know, not confined it to like Earth. I think I think I think they said though it's going to be like there's them doing like something on Earth, which is kind of lame because the whole point of Green Lanterns are they go out and do other stuff. Like go they go out to the whole universe and see different worlds and go to Oa. And so I think, I think also find... yeah, I think they said this one's going to be Earth based, which I think is super yeah. lame. Yes, that's what I'm saying. I think yeah. the whole point of Green Lanterns are space cops, not oh yeah we're doing it on Earth, which is another yeah. reason why I'm like well they don't really like. Green Lanterns don't really care about, like, little... They're not supposed to care about, like, little squabbles on, like, a certain planet. Like, they're, like... They have, like, galactic level... Well, this... Uh, what he said is stuff. this, like, is supposed to be a big thing that has big effects on the rest of DCU. This is going to be one of the things, like, whatever mystery they discover here and unravel is supposed to, like, have a huge effect on the rest of, like, the DCU and their other movies. So. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, we'll see. I'll believe that when I see it. The plan they put forward is very ambitious, and I don't know if I really believe it. It's all, all going to come to fruition. Um... As but long no, as long as Zavlov stays ahead, it's gonna happen. It depends no, if he gets um if he gets ousted because apparently I heard that like next year Comcast or I guess this year I don't know twenty twenty three or twenty twenty four or Viacom might be making a bid for WB because uh, well, AT and T owns them right now and now I'm, Viacom might be making a bid I'm for them. So. I, I am excited to see how Jordan or Discovery Beck, I mean, has them. Whatever. It'll be interesting to see who they cast. I hope they don't cast some super old dude to play Hal Jordan. I want the person to be under forty. Um. But if you if you're going like based off any of the comics, what about exactly forty? Henry Cavill, Hal Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> Henry Cavill ain't coming back to work with these people, so he's gone from the DC uh, DC universe. Um, I don't know who I'd want. Uh, oh, you know who I'd want? I'd want Glenn Powell. There you go. Yep. That's a perfect Hal Jordan. Um, that's Looks who I would in a bomber want. Bomber jacket. Yeah, I I would love to see Glenn Powell as Hal Jordan. John Stewart, like I said, John Stewart's just not that interesting of a character. He's a he's a marine who follows orders, and he like kind of just very he's a straight shooter. Not that interesting of a character to me. I don't really care who plays him. Um, it'll be interesting to see the dynamic that they put between those two because obviously Hal Jordan's like a hothead, and it's just kind of much more of like I'm just gonna go do what I want, not listen to people. Um, so it'll be really interesting to see how they how they play off of that and, you know, what this galactic level threat. But them going around just Earth is pretty lame. Yeah, it's really lame. So. And also, I was saying, like, because he's talking about how he wants things to flow in and out of animation, like, to and, live action. I was and, like, for this, if you want the Green Lantern thing to be a show, make it animated so that way you yeah. have essentially an unlimited budget that way. Th- this feels like it's going to be a lot of them outside of their Green Lantern costume doing, like, just human stuff. Well, no, they... they the CGI is going to be so expensive. Probably, but you can 100% do a practical Green Lantern costume. That's not the problem. You can do, you can do, it's yeah, you know, any time the, the they costume. want to do a construct. Yes. So that's the problem. The, 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 the co- yeah, that's the what I'm saying. The costume's not the problem. The costume's not the problem. It's literally any time the Green Lantern fights or uses anything, you have to you have to the, use CGI, and yeah. they they make everything they make has to be CGI. So, um, it's not like you know even like Superman when Superman fights, he can punch and stuff, and it's different. Like Green Lanterns, they don't just go around punching. Like they're, yes, they yeah. you know use willpower to make their stuff. So I feel like we're gonna get a lot of like them going around earth trying to like do this really like oh super smart detective thing um probably a lot of like uh baseball bat and like pistol constructs like the most basic ass like lame constructs or it's like we can't we can't show people we're green lanterns that's them going around their straight and like their street clothes it's like this is not the type of thing i wanted to see um so it's kind of like the same thing animated if they wanted it to be a show should have been animated the light the Lightyear movie last year where it's like, oh, I want to see a Space Ranger movie, and instead you get this terrible Buzz Lightyear movie where you're like, this isn't what I signed up for. I feel like that's kind of what the show's going to be like, where we're going to be like, oh, you're literally, you're trying to make it um, this story, and you just kind of put it in with Green Lantern characters, and nothing really happens. 
But I, I, the most interesting part of the show is going to be who they cast for Green Lantern. That's what I want to see. Who, who, who are you going to cast for this show? How long is it going to be? Like a limited series? It could go for one season. Is it going to flow into the movies like you're saying it is? Um, I don't know. We'll see. I'll, I'll definitely watch it. I mean, HBO, as we'll talk in a second, still does really good. Probably the best streaming service. I don't know if it's that close anymore. Um, definitely for original content. But I don't. I don't know, I don't know how much faith they have in them, them doing this. They haven't said what comic they're basing off of. I don't think they're basing off any comic. I think it's just going to be them. Yeah, yeah they're not. Ba- it's, a, with, it's an original coming story. Up with, coming up with a story for no reason, and then I just don't. When I heard that it was just going to be going around Earth, when you literally have the entire galaxy or universe, so they can go patrol and find out different sectors and stuff. Because that'd be so cool seeing them like hop from planet to planet, like trying to do like detective work. Be like, oh shit, this guy's here. Oh snap, they've yeah. done this. Oh, they killed someone here. And so it's like, oh, we're gonna go around Earth. Where there's how many with all everything connected, how many heroes are gonna be patrolling Earth at this point? Like, really? So Yeah. Well, we'll see how it goes. Uh let's see. We got some comments on from James Gunn talking about uh like difference between how he's running thing Feige and how things were ran over at Marvel. So I'm just gonna read three separate quotes. Just real quick. So he said, The biggest difference is I've done it. So I started with Guardians 1 with a story of what that trilogy was, where it started and where it ended. And that story is just a smaller version of doing this. I've been inside a company that did it very well, but it's very different than us. The next quote, Marvel didn't have everything completely worked out ahead of time, but they did a lot of things really well, one of which is not giving up. And I really love that about Kevin Feige and the whole gang. I've seen them turn bad movies into okay movies, okay movies into good movies, and good movies into great movies because they do not effing stop. They said they give it whatever it needs to make it as good as it can possibly be until the 11th hour, and they'll be editing the day before the premiere. It's a lot too much. So that's something that he's been... Uh, he talked about like prior to these quotes coming out when he said his initial thing, which is like, we are not going to start production on a movie until we have like a finished script. We are not going to do that because apparently that happens at Marvel a lot where they'll be like well into production and they don't even have a third act written. He talked about that and um, I think that's definitely good and I like hearing him talk about this. He talks about he really wants to have plans because we've seen that's bit Marvel in the ass and it's definitely bit Star Wars in the ass big time. Not having a plan. What do you mean? They had all that planned out. They had. Remember, they said from the very first meeting they had all that planned out. Oh yeah, definitely. Ray was always. I do love that. They're like Ray was always Palpatine's granddaughter, and then like uh, everyone the else that time. every other person that worked on the movie is like, yeah, it's not true. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. But like Daisy Ridley, I'm not. Yeah, Daisy Ridley said it's not true. But you had like Kathleen Kennedy and Abrams were like, yeah, that's how we always planned it. It's like no. <laughs> knew what happened the whole time but i mean that makes a lot of sense with marvel considering that they're editing the day before the premiere i 100 percent believe that like that makes a lot of stuff add up uh let's see what else do we got i think that might be it i think that might be it that's all we have to talk about now we'll go into the last of us i guess spoilers for episodes four and five we're mainly going to be talking about five though um, I guess we can give a, a brief thoughts on episode four. I thought episode four was the best episode of the show yet. I loved episode four. I only had two problems with it, which I'll get out of the way real fast. One, Kathleen sucks balls and is just like a horrible character. She's not interesting at all. The The reason they give for her being leader in episode five is really dumb, but in episode four, they really do not show any qualities of they'll why you, anyone to follow her. Yeah, and like, that just that, nothing good there. And the other thing is that Joel goes to Bill's place, which has all these guns, and Bill writes in the note saying, take whatever you want, and he takes the garbage-ass bolt-action rifle. Takes, not just that, he just takes one gun. Just one. Yeah. He doesn't, like, 
You would think that Bill has all this different ammo, so you it's not every gun. Like, I don't, that bullet action probably shoots, like, uh, I don't even know what it shoots, some type of maybe, like, 357 or something, right? Like Could you, 30 out 6, I don't know. Yeah, 30 out 6. It, it, it's going to shoot something that's not a common round, like we see with these, like, the rifles, like a 5.56 or 7.62. And you're going to sit there and take one rifle at a bolt action? The, the love for bolt actions in this show is unbelievable. Um... Yeah, it, I thought it, it was a great. It, that that uh, just made no sense. But other than that, I really liked the episode. All the Ellie and Joel stuff was great, and it was primarily them. We also got to see some action. I love the part where Ellie saves him, and like, do you have that moment afterwards where it's like Joel go comfort her, but Joel's just like, nah, <laughs> like he doesn't know what to do. He's kind of you know he hasn't been a dad in a long time now. Years, yeah. yeah, so I really liked that moment, and like just the entire episode, I thought was really good. I thought episode four was really good, especially because. I did not like episode three, and I enjoyed the first two episodes, but episode four was like definitely my favorite. Yeah, I thought I thought episode four was really good. Um, I thought seeing Ellie and him interact was good. I had a same problem with the rifles. The the leader Kathleen is what her name was. Yes. And this episode, if we're just talking about this episode, you just kind of see her interrogating someone. You're like, you're not very intimidating. Um, and you're She's just kind of why are we Mickey Mouse voice? Why are we, <laughs> why are we like why are we dealing with this person? It's like another thing. You're kind of like, well, why are we? What are we doing here? Yeah, she's and just then, like, where's Henry? Where's Henry at? My, my problem is that I know Dylan always says it to a, it's a TV series or it's a video game. It's like, the gas would still not be good from these cars. What? It just would not, it would, the gas would just not be good from these cars. It drives me insane. I do not um, care about that at all. I do. But it just, it just like watching them do that. Um, Besides that, yeah, Joel killing the people and then, um, you know, par- Ellie paralyzing the guy and then Joel killing him with a knife. They did a really good job with the Oli, with the Ellie and Joel uh, bonding in episode four. Yeah, uh, they set you up with the like Henry. They're like, "Where's Henry?" That's what you're finding out. Where's Henry? And they show that this the town has been a uh, federal lost it. It's been a free civilization taken over by uh, whatever Kansas City free people, or whatever they call. Yeah, them. they also yeah, we I'm... got we got Tommy's voice actor in live action. He looks sick and could have just played Tommy to be honest. They just dye the beard and he's good. Uh, but it was cool seeing him in it, even though his, his character Perry doesn't get to do anything. And we also got the bloater teased at the end of uh, episode four. I got that little bit. Uh, and then, it was uh, yeah. I really liked four. I thought four was very good. I I didn't like three that much. I thought it was much better than three. And then five happens, and now I'm concerned. Yeah. Then we got episode five, which I thought was like just not a good episode. It wasn't as bad I as three. I thought five was like a. I'd give five a five out of ten if I were to rate it. I I give it lower than that. Cause there like, there were some good moments, but man, it really felt like really cheap and how they try okay so in the game it's very emotional everything that happens with henry and sam and it's really well done and the show they're like ah it's not emotional enough we gotta make sam deaf and we also gotta make it to where henry has never committed an act of violence ever he's never killed a fly nothing and his first act of violence is killing his brother so that way you'll feel it even more and be Uh, more emotional it's like you're really trying to not just that, he's saving his brother from leukemia, and that's the reason he didn't oh, want yeah, to be bad yeah, his entire th- life. Yes, that so also. Even, even the bad thing he did was for good. Unlike in the in the game, I think it was just like they were, they were like the strongest survivor or whatever, so the group they were part of like just did not allow any kids, I think. It was something like that, if I remember correctly from the game, so that's why. Um, but yeah, and this, he's got leukemia. It was so, like, just dumb, where it's like, we, we really got to make people feel, and it's like, it's already emotional enough in the game. It just feels cheap and dumb. 
And oh uh, man, yeah, I, just... I felt like they went over the top. Trying also, to they made Sam even bad. younger because in the game, Sam and Ellie like are around the same age. But in this, they made Sam even younger to again make you feel for it. And I also got to talk about some of the, like the really like hilariously dumb stuff, which is Ellie reads a comic book to a deaf child. Oh my goodness, there's so <laughs> many parts. Like and then, one part. And then hold on. After that, they go to bed. They wake up. Sam's back. Yeah. His face towards. She goes, "Hey, Sam." He's deaf, dumbass. He can't hear you. Does Ellie not I, know I, what deaf means? She tries I, that, to read to him, and then when his back turns, she's like, hey, Sam. Like, that was a stupid part because, like, they set out all episode, and it was definitely, like, a collect of the games where she's, like, trying to get, like, his attention. And, like, you're supposed to be like, oh, no, he's not responding because, you know, he's infected. Instead, it's like, dude, he's deaf. <laughs> he's he wouldn't deaf. respond anyway. What are you like, doing, you Ellie? Like, you he can't hear you. Dumbass. Um, yeah, they're... <laughs> Also, um, there were several things in the game. Like, I thought the game did it way better. All right, so to address it real quick, I see a lot of people, because people will complain, be like, why didn't they do it like this, like the games? And then people on Twitter will be like, well, if you want to do an adaption, just play the game. The thi- the problem with that, with saying that, is if the if the show is going to change it, they either need to do it just as good as the game or better, and this failed at both of those. It's worse. Now, obviously, this is my opinion. But I think the game did it much better. There were moments in the game that I wish they would have had in the show here. Like the moment where um, where Ellie, uh, Henry, and Sam all like climb up and Joel gets separated. And then Ellie jumps back down with Joel and says like, you know, we're not getting separated, me and you. And I was like, I really like that moment in the game. It's a great moment to show how much they bonded. We didn't get that here. Another thing is there's a cool part where um, they get separated where they trade partners. Where uh, Henry and Joel, I mean not Henry, Sam and Joel are together and then Ellie and uh, Henry are together. I would have liked to seen that. That could have been cool. Also, there's the part where um, when they did get separated and like Henry and Sam just left them, Joel thinks they abandoned them, but then later they're in the water. Uh, they get knocked out, but uh, Henry saves them. And there's a really cool moment there in the game that we didn't get here in the show. I'd like to see that. Also, they took out the ending part where um, in the game where uh, where Henry tells Joel that it was all his fault. I would have liked to see that because that was like a big part, and they took that out. There were several yeah. things in the game that it did much better that they I took out. I kept, I kept wanting to see that, and I was like, oh, that was fast. Yeah. That was very fast how they just rushed for him to shoot himself. Yeah. It was... Um, I mean, I did like Henry and Sam, but I didn't like... I wasn't that... Yeah, I thought the guy that played Henry was fantastic. He did really good. Yeah, he good. did great. He did great. I liked him a lot. Yeah. Um, but I just wasn't attached enough to the characters. Uh, another thing, and we should have known it, after the last episode, we sometimes watch the behind the episode that HBO puts on after the show, and you hear Neil Druckmann talking about like, his favorite thing is humanizing villains. Oh, di- and oh my any goodness. moment with Kathleen in this episode, there's a there's a one moment where she's like the in bedroom. her child, her room, where her and her brother grew up, and uh, Perry, who's Tommy's white actor, but he plays a different guy, he plays he like plays her right-hand man in this. He comes in and she's telling him the story about lightning as a little kid, and like it's trying, trying, to, reminisce, trying to reminisce about like her brother that she lost and Perry has the most bored, dumb look on his face. Like, what are we doing here? And I, I said it to Dylan and we were, people we were watching with, I was like, that's how the whole, the whole audience feels right now. Like, what are we doing? Like, this is so dumb. Like, it, it I don't was, care to it, hear about this. Um, it, it felt like, like Anakin Padme talking on Naboo bad when she's yeah. like, she's like, well, my brother was the greatest person of all time. He never did anything bad ever. And when we were in this room, the, he the would guy, say it was a wooden box and lightning couldn't get through a wooden Perry, box. And it was like, who cares? Perry's face is so annoyed and like dumbfounded. Like, what are we doing? Another thing that makes sense is we're told that people are like, we need you. You're like our leader and stuff. Like, we'll follow you. 
Why would you follow the chick? She's clearly doing this as a personal that, that, vendetta. Okay, yeah. Nothing that's happening in this episode is going to help these people. I don't know why any of these people would follow her. Because, like, so, he brings up to her several times. They have other issues that need to happen. And she's like, what do you think? This is my seventh priority, Perry. This yeah. is, like, number one. It's like, why? You're now the leader of a free people of a whole state where there's no clickers. Uh, we know we find out later why. There's no clickers. The government's not taking over. You have a lot of other things to worry but, about than freaking uh, – who killed your brother? Yeah, let, let's unpack that real quick. So, her brother is built as the greatest person of all time. He's, like, he's never did anything bad in his life. He was an amazing leader, like, just selfless, really great dude. You never see anything or actually know anything about that. That just hearsay. People say he was amazing. He died. And so, of course, you know, it's uh, people decide that, you know, that this is the royal family, I guess. They go, oh, his sister's next in line to lead for some reason. Even though she immediately says she has none of those qualities that her brother has. She's nothing like him, and she's a horrible leader. But everyone decides to follow her anyways. Makes no sense. No sense. This is no. not, no. like, we're not in England, you know? This ain't, like, the royal family. What is going on? Why are they like, like oh, the, man, her, you know, he like, died, so his sister should really now. The, like, makes no the sense. The Perry guy, the, and we learned that the reason Henry killed her brother is because Fedra had the drugs. He, he turned him over up. to Fedra. He didn't oh, kill him. He okay. turned him he over. Turn, and, he, and so Fedra said, if you give us the brother, we'll, uh, we'll get you the chemo drugs you need, which I don't know why Fedra just wouldn't double-cross him, but... Um, so he, that's how he gets it. And so she hates, she hates Henry for that, which like, you can have your own personal revenge quest. The Perry guy makes a point in this episode where he's like, we have all this other stuff we have to worry about. And I feel like he would just be like, we're not doing this. Like, this yeah, is so that, dumb. That's also that I want to point um, that out as well. Hold up. In, in the behind the scenes of episode four, it, Tommy's uh, voice actor that plays Perry says they're like, um, they're, they're talking about the characters. He's like, well, Perry has a military background. So, so he follows Kathleen. That's what he says. It's like that. Yeah. That's not a reason. What? There's no correlation there. What? You, that's like Perry's favorite food is bananas, so he likes to eat, like go on walks. It's like wait. I think what? I think the whole po- I think the whole point of that was basically just being like. Uh, there's no. There's he, no. He's a soldier. He follows orders. But even in this, he's like he's he telling her he's sense. like other stuff. So anywho, after that, uh, the la- the episode four ends off with uh Harry holding a gun to uh Henry. Joel Henry Henry whatever. And anywho, they, they like end up working together and they're like, listen, we need to get out of this town. You're second most wanted. We'll get out of this town. It's so basically like, we have to go through the sewers. And the reason. I just want to say that um, some, they intro- they did that thing that a lot of shows will do where they introduce a cool aspect, like something that would be interesting to explore, and then they don't explore it more. They didn't explore it well, which was that Fedra is this regime. They are really bad. But then the resistance took over and became just as bad. Like they talk about that. Henry talks about that. It's like that's really interesting. And then that's kind of it. They don't really explore that anymore after that. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So then they're like, okay, the way we get out of here is this. This Fedro was able to push all the clickers underground and these subway tunnels. But that's the way we get out because they won't be able to see us. Um. So they're like, okay. So they go through these towns. They have this part where. Dylan like that Sam and Ellie read a comic together where she reads a comic to Sam. That, that's later. That's her. later. That's not a new... No, no, I'm talking about when they're when they're in the uh the like the nursery area. She yes, reads that, it to him there too. No, she doesn't she doesn't read it to him. They just both look uh, at it and they say like the yeah. phrase. She reads it to so, him like, in like the bedroom later. They're talking about that and then so they wait there for a second, there's like that, that part's whatever, it's okay. It's it's decent. And then they get to the other side and they're walking, Joel's like, hey, everyone shut up. Like, we're not out of this yet. They're like, there's no one here, man. And they're trying to talk and stuff. And then the worst sniper of all time is taking hell of a pot shot at But that's them. also, like, 
basically straight out of the game. You ever seen like yeah. that in the game? Yeah, and at least they reference it where he's like, he's got shit aim. Uh, and so anywho, they're pinned down behind this car, and Joel's like, I'm going to go kill them. You stay here. Do you trust me? Ellie's like, yes, I trust you. So he I did goes, like that Joel? scene. I like that scene where she's like, no, I'm, you're not going. And then he's like, do you trust me? And she's like, yeah, I like that moment. Uh, that was a good moment. So he goes up. He sees the old man. He's like, don't do it. And the old man tries to kill him. He kills the old man. Old man tried to And then you hear the radio that they're like, you found Henry? We're coming. So these cars come, and they like do this really dramatic scene. Oh, that car dramatic where the, the the kids are hiding behind the car and they and like feels like the deaf kid heard the cars coming first. Yeah, because uh, no one else noticed. Uh, all these cars come through. They just start knocking everything out of the way, and the kids are running in a straight line towards like the building Joel's in. And well, Joel there's cars and the stuff they're going around. Yeah, Joel snipes the first car and makes it go into a house that then sinks into the, like sinkholes into the ground, which is going to cause clickers to come up in a minute. Anywho, so the kids are hiding behind one car while, like, the entire population of this town gets out. And here comes Kathleen doing the most un unscary speech ever. And the kids are hiding behind a car, like, five feet away from them. And there's, like, 45 people here. And she's, like, I don't want to say negotiating, but she's just stalling. Like, they're just stalling for no real apparent reason. And she's giving this speech of being, like, I know why you killed or you turned my brother over. Did you ever think Sam was supposed to die? He's got leukemia. Some people just die. And in theory, it's like I like that conversation. Like it's really interesting. But the way she does it just doesn't make it doesn't make it interesting. And like, then she, she uh, well, yeah, and, and, and they're not surrounding the kids. They know exactly the kids are behind this one car. They have no cover. They have one sniper that that, that Perry has. If Joel peeks, he's dead. No one, like, there's no one moving out to take them. They have this really dumb dramatic point when this girl has been hell bent on finding this guy. And they're just kind of like, okay, well, now we're just going to hold up here for dramatic effect. Thought was really dumb. Um, but she's like, yeah, Sam was just supposed to die. And he's like, Henry's like, if I give myself up, let the kids go. And he's like, that's not how that works, Sam. Or that's not how it works, Henry. And it's like, okay, this is just really dramatic effect. And then, of course, at the perfect time, clickers come up out of no out of the, the sinkhole um, like crazy amount of clickers. And a massacre starts. And you won't believe that uh, somehow they go after the townsfolk of the bad people. Um, they're all getting like it's like a kind of a chaotic scene, and then like the big the one bloater, comes up, yeah, the comes, comes up, up and, and Harry's that... like, "Get away, Kathleen! Just run away!" And he gets his head ripped off by yeah, it. That was cool. It's like an animation straight out of the game. One of the yeah. death animations got his I will head say ripped one, off. One of the dumb parts was Ellie gets in a car, and a clicker with all these other people and screaming that they're attracted to the sound somehow gets in the car too. Like that part felt a little, little like okay, um, yeah, the drama for it. And then they're getting away because the clickers just let the good guys get away. And Kathleen stops them and she holds a gun to them. She's like, Henry, and then she gets killed by the little girl clicker. That was, was really like, oh, weird because like Druckman tried to do his I'm humanizing villain thing, and then he did the haha. Isn't it vindicating to like see the bad guy get killed in a really dumb way by a child? Really dumb. You know, way. like that's that's what you do in like. Like, kind of, like, B-movies or, like, just, like, 90s action movies where it's, like, you have an over-the-top villain, you have them, like, die, like, get their comeuppance in that way. Uh, yeah. Like, I that, and it was weird. It was, like, this is, this is just an odd, I don't understand this, but okay. I don't know if it's because I, I don't know if it's because I knew what happened to Henry and Sam, but there was no tension in that moment when she pulled a gun on them. 
Like, I knew exactly that she was going to die by a clicker. So I don't know if because I, like, I played a game or, or, or not because I, like, I watched the story. I think or it's what, both. I, I think it's I both. Was like, I was like, this girl's obviously going to get killed because they made you hate her. Like, I really, like, the idea of being, like, a kid had leukemia. We're in this, like, doggy dog world now. He was supposed to die. Like, you're changing fate. It was an interesting conversation, but the way she presented it and, and the way they had her present it was really dumb and made you hate her. Um, because there was no empathy behind her putting that out there. It was just her being, like, a jerk to be a jerk. Um, and then you take the next part. So they get away because she gets her comments. And none of the clickers follow them. They all go the opposite way for some reason. Yeah. And it's still, it just, it feels weird that, like, this they all resistance. all go the opposite way. This resistance would follow this soccer mom to kill a child. It just feels weird. Yeah, they like, all know Henry's a child. Yeah, they all know yeah, these well, two kids are child. That like, Sam children. is, not Henry. There's well, a part. Henry's like a, what, 18 at most? He's older than that. No, that dude looks way older than 18. Um, he's like early 20s, it felt like. But anyways, uh, they're taught, like, because there's a part where Henry's like, I'll give myself up, just let the kids go. And she's like, nope. <laughs> and it's like, yeah. everyone a part of your group is a psychopath that decided to join you? Okay, I guess, whatever. But it was like, why would, especially if they followed this guy that is essentially like Superman or Captain America levels of morality. Like the guy that they followed before that was like the greatest dude of all time. And then they immediately go, yeah, we'll follow Kathleen who is cool with killing children. It's like this group, what? Why are all these people cool with this? Okay, whatever. Didn't make sense. Uh, So that happened and then they go to the hotel and this kind of is like the game. Ellie and Sam are, this is when he, she's reading the comic book to him, and they have a part where they're like, they're like okay, we're going to bed, and they're in the their bedroom, and he's like, are you still you if you have a monster inside you? And she's like, what, did you get bit? And he's like, yeah. And she takes her blood and puts it on his cut, because she's like, I can heal you, because I think she's like trying to help, because she likes Sam. And then like they also, the next part, which is a really funny part, she's like, Sam, when she wakes up, Sam, it's like, Sam. he's deaf, you dumbass. And he's just staring off, which... <laughs> It's convenient that I hadn't taken taken over him until she came over to him. That's really convenient. That didn't happen while she was asleep. Um, but then the whole part happened. And this part kind of felt rushed where uh, Henry – she's Sam is attacking her, uh, attacking Ellie. Henry shoots Sam, and then he's like, he's like, what happened? What have I done? And then he kills himself. Yeah, which is similar to the games but tweaked a bit. Uh, also something that they changed, which is kind of similar to what they did with, um, with episode three of The Last of Us – so in the games in episode three, freaking Bill and Frank like have a very love like they they did love each other at one point, but they were far two different people. And Frank ended up killing yeah. himself, and even wrote that note about how he killed himself and like hated how everyone. Hated, how he hated, hated Bill. Bill. Like they were two different. Um, but in the game, it's like they have a couple of spats, and then they're like perfect and love each other and are just the greatest people of all time together. Um, and then in this, it's similar to where like Henry and Sam have just the greatest, most perfect relationship they like ever of all time. To where in the game, like, they love each other, and there's very much a brotherly love, obviously, but there's also, like, a little bit of tension there, because, like, there's the part where um, Sam tries to grab the toy, and Henry's like, no, you cannot take something that's not essential, and, like, there's a couple of times where, like, Henry has to be, like, the dad to Sam, instead of just, like, his best friend, he also has to, like you know, make the decisions, like, there are some hard things in the game, to where in this, there's, like, none of that, it's all just, like, everything is perfect between the two of us. And I don't know, I don't like the uh, the smoothing out, like, the smoothing of the edges that they've done with some of the characters in this show. Like, they did with Sam and Henry's relationship, and they did with uh, Bill and Frank. I don't know, I just, I don't get why they've done that multiple times now. Like, I, I like the edges, I like the, uh, the messiness like of the relationships. It's like they're trying to make people perfect so yes. whatever happens to them, So when they really die, really yeah, die. so when they yeah, die, you feel really... even, yeah. 
You feel which really is, bad for them. Which is dumb, because that's not how people are. Like, people are no. messy, and the game's got that. Where in the show, it's like, no, we have, we can't do that. Because um, nope. the part where they kind of tried to, where, like, Henry's like, I lied about something. I'm actually even a better guy than you initially thought. <laughs> it's like, nice. Yeah, Henry's like, the only thing I ever did bad was for my brother who was dying of leukemia. For a child with leukemia. Uh yeah, but then we have that whole sequence where he dies and everything. Like, this is, like I said, I give it a 5 out of 10 because I, I really liked Henry. The guy who played him did a really good job. There's oh, some the good moments. Henry was a great actor. That yeah. guy did a great job. The stuff the kid, between... Sam Kid did a good job, too, yeah. but he's just fining the whole time, really. It's, yeah, the, uh... the, the stuff between Sam and Ellie was good. Like, I liked their bonding. Besides re- reading. Um, Pedro Pascal kind of sat in a window and, like, used a bolt action, and that was, like, most of what he did this episode. Uh yeah, I just felt like the game did it much better. I was like, I was just watching. Was like, uh. yeah, this I, episode was like a four for me. I was not really. I, into this episode I, I liked seeing the um the infected come out because like uh they said the behind the scenes where he's like we wanted to show how they were able to take over. It's like that was good, good show of force to see. Like okay, they're not like Walking yeah. Dead zombies where they're just like Ugh! and it's like how so did like, anyone how, ever how lose did the these? world lose to this? Yeah, you could see how like these things could cause some trouble. How overwhelming it would be. Yeah. Yeah. Um. But, yeah, I'm trying to think if there's anything else to say about this episode. It's just... Oh, they bury them at the end, and they take off towards Wyoming. Cause the, and, the, and, the, and the they try to get you even more sad, because in a hotel, Henry's talking to Joel, and Joel's like, you know, you can come to Wyoming with us if you want. Because they're really trying to prep you for what's about to happen. Um, it just wasn't that good, and now I'm concerned for the series, because now for me, that's two out of five episodes that I wasn't didn't think they were that great. And we only have four episodes to go. So, um, yeah. I don't know how I'm gonna. I don't. I don't. I'm. I'm. I'm but much more concerned now. The next episode, the episode after, I think we're getting David, which I'm really excited for that. I hope they don't screw him up. He's like a, a really, really bad dude in the games. So I'm excited for that. I'm really excited for that to see how that goes down. Um, but we'll we'll see. Assuming they don't just rewrite everything. But uh, some of the stuff, some of the decision to make it uh, has been a little concerning, especially with how they tried to. If the if the villains are depicted like Kathleen, going forward, we're in for some trouble because that was rough. Yeah, and so, one of the things also is I hate that uh, Craig Mazin, who's the showrunner along with Neil Druckmann, he's the guy that did uh, Chernobyl, which is a fantastic show. But so far, two of the dumbest changes came from him because in the behind the scenes of episode three. Uh, it was his idea to have Bill and uh, Frank die together, so that way Bill never met Ellie and we never got any of those interactions. Because the behind the scenes of that, uh, Neil Druckmann says, yeah, Craig said we should do this. And I was like, oh, that's amazing. You're so smart. And then uh, in the behind the scenes of this latest episode, uh, Neil Druckmann again says, Craig says we should make uh, Sam deaf. And he was, and then Druckmann's like, oh, I thought that was amazing. I was mad. I didn't think about that myself. It's like, dude. This Craig guy is like coming up with some just ass nine ideas. Well, I like, can't wait to hear what he has. Stop saying that his ideas are good. They're not. The game did him better. <laughs> like he's uh, unless you know where the buck stops though. If in season two, Craig's like, you know, I think I think Joel should kill Abby. That's where Drugman's like, no, Craig yeah. is too far. <laughs> We're not gonna do that. Can't that, the game. We can't. We gotta stay faithful. That's that's the only part where uh, I think Drugman would be like, no putting a foot huh. down uh but yeah a lot of these ideas that craig mason's come up with have uh, i've not been the biggest fan of but overall i still like the show episodes one two and four are all really good it's just episode three yeah. was horrible and episode five was just not good so yeah we're getting we're getting to dangerous territory where if it keeps going down the path of this last episode the show is going to be going downhill pretty fast um 
from what it could have been or what it started as, I should say. Like it's still like you said, it's still a good show. So I don't want to say it's not a good show, but it's concerning how it's starting to deviate from the games. And like you said, it's deviating for the worse. Yeah. Which is not what you want to see. So. Yeah. Um. And with how this is, man, maybe maybe in season two, like uh, they'll like beat Joel with something worse than a golf club. Maybe. So. Uh, but yeah. Also, I I saw a knock at the cabin just and t- this ties to the last. So I was talking about how episode three. Um, the there the gay couple in the knock of the cabin feels like real people and like an actual relationship compared to like the fairy tale that Bill and Frank had. So like seeing uh like a gay couple in sort of an apocalypse situation like a week after I'd watched the last of episode three, I was like, wow, that was done so much better. <laughs> so that was funny. But uh, yeah, knock of the cabin was actually it was good. It was it was worth seeing. It's not anything I was, amazing, I, but it was, I was it was worth seeing. I was out of town, so I didn't get a chance to watch that. Yeah, it was, I would say it's worth seeing. It was it was good. It wasn't anything like amazing or the best thing ever, but it was good. We should uh, do that. We should watch all of M. Night Shyamalan's movies like this summer and then rank them all. That would be tough. That means you have to watch Last Airbender. <laughs> he did that movie? <laughs> yes. Does he do any, uh, does he do any, what he calls it? Like any crazy uh, twists? What? No. Okay. It's horrible, it. though. I'll watch it. Well, maybe we could do Have that. you watched that movie since the have you watched a movie since it came out? No, I saw it in theaters when it first came out. I never saw it again after that. It was so bad. Oh and man, he, this would be great. He assigned like different races to the different uh benders for some reason. Like all the firebenders are Indian. No one knows why. They're not Indian in the show. But they're and they then, all... and then he made uh the Southern Water Tribe white people, which doesn't make any sense because in the show they're supposed to be like um Oh man, what are they called? Uh, it's like it's leaving my brain right now. But they're not supposed to be white. They're supposed to be um, what are they called, dude? I can't. Think. I don't know. I don't watch. I don't watch. I don't watch this god awful show. Let's see. How much did the movie make? The last probably nothing. Probably had a decent budget though. Okay, I'm gonna ask you how much the budget was and how much it made. Just give me a second. Okay. The Last Airbender is a 2010. It came out the same year as Avatar. Alright, what do you think the budget was? Uh, 150 mil. You're correct. How much do you think it made? Our box office. Uh, 80 mil. 319 million. Oh. Eskimo, that's what I was thinking of. They're supposed to be like Eskimo. That's what like the water tribe is supposed to be. But no, they're just white people. <laughs> a century has passed as the Fire Nation declared war on the other three nations of air, water, and earth in their attempt to conquer the world. Stoka and his younger sister, Katara. Also, the acting the is really bad. The only good actor is like the dude that plays Zuko. Everyone else is really bad. I can't wait to watch this now. we got to totally do this. How this... many movies in the Night Shyamalan directed? Let's look up. Yeah, a lot. Right. Unbreakable is probably his best one that I've seen. I really like Unbreakable. Even better than Sixth Sense? Yeah. Unbreakable is so good. How many? That's producer. I don't care about producer. Where's his director? He's got 18 movies. What was this? Praying with anger, wide awake, the sixth sense, unbreakable, signs, the village, lady <sighs> in the water. So many bad. That means we have to watch The Happening as well. The, the Happening, The Last Airbender. After... He did After Earth? Happening so bad. The visit, split glass. We don't. Have, we've already seen split glass. Oh wait, we don't have to watch movies that we've already seen. Now that we've seen together, so you get to watch the Last Airbender with me. No, 
Yes. No. Yeah, you love the movie. No, you you're making things up. You love you love the pro- the IP. Let's see. What is he? Well, yeah, that's like saying you have to watch uh, Rise of Skywalker. If y'all think Dylan should have to watch the Last Airbender movie, put it in put in the Discord. Put in his Discord that you think he has. To, he should watch it with me. So his top. Movies. So that that way, everyone that tells me to watch the Last Airbender, I can say I watched it, and then Dylan watched it too. So you guys both get what you want. I've already watched Last Airbender though. Yeah, but people always tell me to watch it, so this will be me watching it. No one ever told you to watch the movie. The movie sucks. It's so bad. It's got a, oh man, it's got a 5% from critics. I want to tell you, it's not 30% from audiences. 5% is really bad. It's so bad, dude. The acting is so, and also what he did in the bidding. Is there any good things about the movie? Like, is there any good things? No, it's all bad. The thing that really also, like, he changed it. So part of the reason the firebenders were able to take over is because fire is so effective because you don't need it anywhere. You can just create it. And, like, that's part of why it's, and also you have, like, the shows and comments and everything. Right, you need air, so... Uh, oh, Ian, where on the earth is there not air? Can the airbender take away air? Where on the earth is there not air? Ian, guess what? What happens if the airbender takes air? They can't breathe either. Yeah, but that's how you stop the fire nation, though. Then they, neither of them could do anything. That's not how that works. Well, but in the combat. show, they have to start a campfire first and then use that fire <laughs> to bend it. That sounds like... Uh, so the how would they ever take over? If they have to start, if they have to start rubbing some sticks together, how would they ever take over? That is the weakest of the elements if that's how it works. That sounds like the X-Men movie where the, the pyro always has to have a lighter with them. It makes no sense. And then also, the Earthbenders, it takes like 15 of them to move a pebble. I don't know why he nerfed the bending so All much. All right, in guys, the movie. we have to do a watch along with this. We should do, we should do a watch along. We should do a, a nerd talk commentary on this movie. Oh, well, we could. Let's do it. Uh, oh man this movie's so bad alright we'll end it here thank you everyone for listening we'll see you guys later see you guys